is Full Moon Podcast. In today's world of constant information, we are just trying to figure it all out. It's hard to keep up with our busy lives, so we are here to help you find your full moon on all the topics you want to know about but haven't had the time to dig into. Whether it's the latest news, online trend, or the social topic of today, we're here to give you the highlights you need to know. Join us every other week and get your full moon. Hi guys, welcome back to Full Moon. This is Malika and Gabby. And this week we want to talk to you guys about a new movie that just came out, Dune, which um, yes. starred Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Zendaya, who else? I think Josh Brolin. Um, Josh Brolin, um, yeah. Oh, what's the other guy's name? Jason Momoa. Yes. Oh, Dave Batista. Yes. Um, there was another woman in it. I just don't know her name right now. Charlotte Rampling paid like the like uh the like crazy scary uh Oh no, not person. her. The um the other woman. I gosh, what was her name? Oh, Sharon Duncan Brewster, who played like yes. that doctor who went with the doctor. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was oh, and Stellan Skarsgard, duh, forgot about that. Oh him. yeah. What do you, what are your thoughts? I mean, I, I liked I, it. I mean, I did you when did you see it? So me and Michael both watched it. We watched it on Sunday night. No, no, no. We watched it a week ago, Sunday night. Okay, okay. I just saw it yesterday. So today's Wednesday, guys. So we both we both seen the last few days. I thought I mean, I didn't really have any context to it. So I Same. had heard about this movie coming out probably like two years ago and I I must have heard that like Timothy or Zendaya or somebody I really liked was in it. Probably one of them too. So I got it on Audible, but I never actually finished reading the book because it was too hard for me to understand. Oh, so you tried I to read it. I did try to read it, Impressive. but it was like a little, I, yeah, I really, I could, I think I could go back and read it now because I've watched the first movie. So I think it would make sense. Um, but I couldn't read it. I think I only got like 80 pages in. Like it was also on Audible. It, it's just like one of those stories. I think if I had the book in my hand, it would have been easier. It's from 1965 too. I mean, it's an old book. Old book, right. So I went into it pretty blind. Like all I really knew was what was from the trailer. And I knew that like Timothy Chalamet's character, Paul, was kind of like supposedly some kind of chosen one messiah to like mm. help bring peace to the, these worlds like that's literally all I knew so I thought it was good I mean I spent a lot of the I enjoyed watching the movie I in my head I kept saying like oh this is really interesting like mm-hmm. I was like I, I'm, I'm interested in the storyline um I think it was really like beautifully shot obviously the locations were amazing yes. I loved how um, Hollywood it was and how like big it was and how like I feel like big movies nowadays are only superhero movies so to me it was like cool to see something I guess to me still sci-fi in the sense but like more artistic-ish also be like such a high budget film Uh, right so that was interesting to me but yeah it was beautiful I I I liked it there was a couple things I didn't catch because I went and saw it in the theater I wanted to like see it on a big screen so Mm -hmm. obviously in the theater like there's no subtitles and a lot of times in movies like they like leave everything for like the effect and sometimes like if people were whispering so I wasn't catching like every single word and we watched um, at home and we uh use subtitles for sure 
yeah, I like I was wishing I had subtitles subtitles because there were certain things I wasn't hearing completely, and I was like, oh, I feel like that was kind of important, and like I didn't catch the whole thing. I thought personally it was pretty well, like they did a pretty good job of explaining the world. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, right? Because I really struggled listening to the Audible in my car, which is why I never finished the book because it's so dense and there's so much detail that I like couldn't understand it just trying to listen to it in my car. So I was kind of worried like I was going to go into the theater and not be able to like understand the movie. But I think they did a really good job of giving you just enough detail to like kind of understand the film. Um, Mm -hmm. I definitely wasn't like watching it super confused which was a surprise yeah yeah I it it was really interesting to me that it like combines and again this is how it was in the book but like it combines like very like old school like like houses and fiefs which is like something in like feudalism and like just old school like ideas with like something that's sci-fi like that is like yeah. they have high technology, they advanced technology. Um, so like I feel like it was just really interesting and something that I don't feel like I've seen before. Like I, I the mm-hmm. only the only thing I can compare it to is like Star Wars. <laughs> right. I mean Which but I Star Wars is, is also comparing it to. Yeah, a lot more like, you know, I don't know. It's just different. But yeah, I mean, Star Wars is the only, like, thing that I can compare it to. And so this book, what, came out in 1965. When was Star Wars written, out of curiosity? Hmm. Let's see. I mean, I know the original movie came out in the 70s, but, like, I just would like to know, like... So it was in the 70s. So maybe maybe, um, George Lucas got inspiration from dune i don't know that someone probably does right i mean the the, like the main themes of dune are very relevant like now like nothing about that storyline doesn't make sense in 2021 like it was the, the the idea of like okay there's these people like if i put it really simply there's people who have money and who have power and they're different houses of like families and they're going to these this different world in the film Dune but really it's like they're going to people who have less money and less power and taking their valuable resources exploiting to their make resources money for themselves correct right and it's the same thing of like there was some a group of people in there doing that who were really didn't really care about the people they were affecting and now they're bringing in the Atreides who um, you know, that's like T- Timothy Chalamet's character, Paul Atreides, his dad, who was like the king of the Atreides people or whatever. They're coming in and yeah, he seems to have like, he doesn't have bad intentions, but um, everything kind of just like blows up in their faces and it becomes like a war to get rid of the Atreides. So that those mm-hmm. other people, I forget what they were called. So and it was back. also like yeah. a power struggle because the Atreides are, are you know, one of the wealthy families so is house harkonnen um which is the who they're replacing and the emperor who is you know in charge of all of them um they he is jealous of you know the power that empowered influence that the house of atreides is continuing to gain so he backs mm-hmm. up them 
Um, I mean, I think that they really explained that well. I think the only part of the movie that was hard for me to follow was the whole Ben Jesseret thing, and I thought I had to like Google when I, we were watching. The what? It. I don't even know what you're saying. The what? Ben Ben Jesseret, which is like the group that Lady Jessica is in, like the disciple, the Ben oh, Jesseret. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that too. I think it wasn't like really well explained, which I'm not sure if that was purposeful. If that's mm-hmm. like going to be better explained in the second movie and you tell me if you got this from the movie because this is the only part of the book that I actually remember because it was in the first part but from what I remember from the book how they explained that situation is like um the mother I forget what was her name in that Jessica 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 Atreides is like some kind of like part of the the whatever words just said sorry guys I can't say any of the words from this movie Ben Jesseret She's part of the Ben Gesserits or used to be or is still. Is still. And she wasn't supposed to like have a male child. Correct. She was supposed to have a female child. Because all Ben Gesserits are female. Female. If she had a male child, and the reasoning for that is because something, something about her having a male child and her being married to the, to the leader of the Atreides. But he's not, she, they're not married. Well, them having a child together. I yes, guess I yes. Them because having a that's, that's another thing they said in the movie that I don't understand. They refer yeah. they refer to Lady Jessica as a concubine. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, I missed that part. But yeah, something about them having a child together was going to create this kind of like messiah. And mm-hmm. that was something that they didn't necessarily want to happen because he was going to have more power than he was going to have the power of the Bajesserets and something else in, in together. So we didn't want that. Quisat, Tatterick, Quisat, Tatterick, something like that. Yeah. So he was not really supposed to be, and now Paul is. So I think the movie is, I feel like in the movie itself, they kept making it unclear. Like people weren't sure if he was the Messiah or whatever they, Mm -hmm. all the other terms they were calling him in this film. Um, but in the book, I feel like early on they're telling you that he is. Got or at it, least that's what it. I got it got from it in the first like eighty I, pages. I think I, I think that from the movie, like from the watcher's perspective, from the viewer's perspective, like yes, you know he is, but like they they also wanted to convey that like those like you know the um what are they called the the what's it called men. The Fremen. Oh, the, the Fremen. The, the Fremen, Fremen yeah. like aren't sure. Like the Fremen are like They've been waiting for this Messiah person to come, but they just, they, they want it. They're hesitant. But like, I mean, he does things that like prove himself already in the first, I think, I think in general, like I really loved the movie too. Like I really liked it, but I had to sit with it for a minute. And like, I feel like it was very um, back end heavy and the, it was just very slow going in the beginning. Um, yeah. And yeah. I get and it that we're building it up. And I think like the second movie is going to be a lot more full of action and like context and Zendaya, and, um, Zendaya too, because I, I know that right. she, they have her in the first movie really because she's more so in the second half of the book. But right. I think that the movie did a good job of setting the scene for the second movie. Right. Um, in a sense, I'm almost more excited for the second movie. 
I am too. I'm like, I'm really excited for the second movie. Like I found it really interesting, like interesting enough that I could go watch it again. Like my sister kind of wants to go see it. And if she wants to go, I'll probably go with her because I was really, um, I was really dialed into the story, like for sure. Like to talk about even just like the, the, the storyline itself. I thought, like she said, I I did think like it, it seemed slow in the beginning, which I liked because I was just trying to like understand what was going on. And then all of a sudden a lot of things were happening. Um, and I didn't really know why, or, or it was just like a lot to take in towards the end. But I feel like the acting was pretty superb by pretty much everyone. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any, like, I really, obviously I loved Tim, Timothy Chalamet. I feel like that's, like, I don't even need to say that. Of course, I thought he was amazing. Um, but the person that I really, um, like, I feel like had a lot of subtext and I really enjoyed their performance was um, Lady Jessica, Rebecca Ferguson, the mom. Yeah, she did really, really, really well. I watched a yeah, I- video with the, the uh, Denis uh, Villeneuve. I don't know how to say his name. I know it's Denis, but I watched him like analyze a, the, a scene because that's something that me and you do and right. um, yeah it really was like oh my god wow she's so good yeah she was I thought she was the like standout performance at least for me for the first time watching it like that was the person who I was really like paying attention to I just mm-hmm. thought the way she played the mother was really well done especially because she she's very young like she looks young mm-hmm. so I think um she doesn't look too young to play his mother, but she does look like someone who's a young mother. And sometimes like that can be hard to sell to an audience. And I just thought she did a really amazing job. Um, I really could say something about everyone. I, I, I really liked like Oscar Isaac as the father, his role. I thought Jason Momoa brought this like, kind of like human kind of um, something familiar like about him. I was gonna say, like my favorite character was was uh, um, him. He played uh, Duncan. What's his name? Duncan Idaho. I think um, Duncan, yeah. Duncan Idaho, and I just like I, I I loved how he brought like a humanity to it, and like almost like a lightheartedness, even though yeah. it was sad, you know, at the end. But like he brought like just a piece of like reality to something that is so. Far from, far from right um, yeah but he was definitely like I loved it I loved him in this yeah oh perfect, and um, perfect I, casting yeah perfect cast we were and we wanted to get into like some critiques of the film um I so I have an article that I read I think it's from vulture.com and they were talking a little bit about like where this film was shot this film was shot in a lot of different various regions the Middle East and North Africa um, some areas, um, some other areas besides that. And so people had a little bit of critique about how the, the cast didn't reflect those regions, even though this is an, uh, this is another world. So I'm not really sure that critique applies, but anyway, that's what they said. Also, they talked a lot about like the, their accents Mm -hmm. and how the accents didn't seem to relate to the region. And yeah. one thing I, I noticed when I was watching the film was everybody, I, I thought that Paul Atreides was going to have like a different accent. 
Uh, I thought the Atreides people in general were going to have a different accent because they're all from different worlds. So I was kind of surprised when yeah, for sure. it started and they all sounded the same. Like Paul Atreides, Timothy Chalamet's character, he sounded like Timothy. You know, Oscar Isaac sounded like Oscar Isaac. Rebecca mm-hmm. Ferguson sounded like Rebecca Ferguson and so on and so forth. I And that... I did notice that like pretty immediately because I just expected there to be some kind of nuance into the way that they were speaking. Yeah. Um, I I definitely noticed that too. It definitely like stuck out in my mind as, you know, something that I was like, nah, they could have changed that. Um, Also, I, what I was, what I was saying too was that some people, again, the book was, book was written in 1965. So this isn't surprising to me, but it's a white male as, as a Messiah, as the savior, um, in a society that may not be all of the same, uh, you know, skin tone background kind of thing. Um, as Malika pointed out, you know, there's the, the Fremen, like the three out of the four main, main Fremen that we see are, uh, people of color, um, there are some that weren't but just it's something to take note of that some people probably could potentially have had an issue with which I understand um and, right you know looking you know hindsight's 2020 2020 right <laughs> oh and just in our current climate that's always something that people are going to want to talk mm-hmm. about or you know comment about or ask why couldn't there have been changes made but you know that's fine. I mean, that we're, we're allowed to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm really, I'm, I'm still really interested to see what happens in the second film. And I was going to ask you, I'm I mean, so I, I don't know because I haven't read, um, finished the book. I probably will try and read it now, but like based on what happened in the first book or the first movie, it feels to me like how could it all be summed up in a second movie? Like, it feels like it needs a third, in my opinion. I, I, like, I know. I mean, I don't, I just don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. That, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, Sorry, I just have no, no, I mean, I just have no idea. It just seems like the next movie is going to be like a, it seems like there has to be a part three and maybe there will be, who knows? Yeah. Cause it just feels like in the first one, nothing, not that nothing happened, but nothing really happened to give me, it's. Literally at the end of the movie, I think Zendaya's character says, this is only the beginning. And that's how it feels. Mm-hmm. It feels like you watch yeah. two and a half hours of like a beginning of the story. Of a setup. Yeah. <laughs> of a setup. Like the second movie is going to be like the nitty gritty. And mm-hmm. you it's going to be like all the, the, all the issues going to happen. Right. Fight, the then, fighting. Right. And then the third me- me- movie is going to be the conclusion. I just mm-hmm. can't imagine there's only going to be two. So I'm very curious if like we'll start to hear through the grapevine that there's going to actually be three of, of these films because the film yeah. has done really well um, yeah. already. It's I think I saw that it's made like t- either $299 million or $300 It's up to $300 million, yeah. And they, okay, and the budget was like $185. So they've, mm-hmm. made, they've made enough money to like, easily well they've announced they're doing the second film and hopefully the production budget like the production budget was 165 million and like the marketing was almost the same um so they 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 will break even but that's still pretty good for nowadays especially with lots of people going to the movies and like with such a huge production 
I felt bad not going to the movie theater to see this because specifically because Timmy like called people out on Instagram and was like, thank you to those fans who went to see him in the theater. And I was like, well, come on, Timmy. Like, I just couldn't make it to the theater. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't do it. Box. But I pay for HBO Max. So hopefully you get some profit from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just one of those things I I did see it in the theater but that's just because I had the time and I I really wanted to see it in the theaters I knew it was going to be a visually like beautiful film and I just like didn't want to watch it on like my tv so I just was able to but like when I did when I saw it yesterday there was not many people in my theater I think there was like maybe 15 and okay. you know this theater could have easily seat, set, seated like I don't know, 80, 100. So there wasn't very many people seeing it in the theaters, but people are seeing it. And I'm, I'm like pretty blown away that so many people are seeing it. Cause just right now there's just like, you know, because people aren't going to the movie theater as much, I'm hoping that's going to change. Cause I love going to the movies. I hope it's going to really kind of get back to its full speed at some point. If but I lived in Tampa, I would be going to the movies with you a lot more yeah like, like we used to <laughs> right we I, used I to go to the movies it. like once a week you guys like that yeah no joke. We used to go all the time we even like got regal cards for a minute yeah. we, were, we were such like frequent flyers at the movie theater yeah. but I'm impressed by like the star power and like mm-hmm. that is Timothy Chalamet and I would say Zendaya like the oh, they are putting sure. butts in these seats and it's it's there they are the sole so yeah, he's he made an appearance. They are the sole reason, like, why I knew about this movie. I mean, oh, truly. And it's not a normal movie I would go see. It's not a normal movie that me and Michael would sit out to watch. But I was like, I really, really want to watch this because I love these two people. Right. Same for me. Like, as soon as, like, I mean, the, the influence is so big that, like, when I found out about this movie, maybe, like, two years ago, I, like, that's why I got it on Audible. Because I knew, I knew Timothy and Orzenday, I don't know who I knew first, was going to be in this mm-hmm. film. And then I knew it was a book and I like books. So I was like, cool, mm-hmm. I'm going to read this one. Like, that's, to me, that's my kind of influencer. Like, that's how I'm influenced. Yeah, um, maybe I'll try to but- read it now. Yeah, I feel like I might enjoy reading it now because I kind of will understand what's going on and I can keep reading for the second movie and, like, I think I'm going to try and do it. But, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. I, like, I'm really thinking about it now and I'm like, if some other dude was p- playing Paul Atreides and I had gone and seen this movie, I'm not even sure I would have liked it that much. I probably would have been like, yeah. oh, it was all right. Whereas yeah, I think it was really good because it was Timothy. I also think you know. he is a fabulous actor. I mean, he just really is. Yeah, he really he knows is. how to emit with the smallest, you know, facial expressions and like right. He's very he can like really fill the screen with like basically, mm-hmm. yeah, just like you said, the the tiniest of details in his and nuances of his acting. So mm-hmm. I really enjoy his performances. I can't wait to see how what he does in the next movie. I can't wait to see more of Zendaya because she mm-hmm. literally. Didn't get to do anything in this movie. She was kind of just like this beautiful mirage that, like, I couldn't figure out if she was good or bad for him. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I, you know, something that I also wanted to, I, I said earlier, I think it, I think we got it recorded, is this, this, if you like Star Wars, you're going to like Dune. I mean, I just think that if you like that world, you're going to like this. It might be a little bit more artistic than Star Wars right. um, but I love Star Wars personally and I like 
love I love Dune. Um, but Star Wars was inspired by Dune. George Lucas was inspired by Dune when he um, made those movies. So yeah, um, I think the way you just described that was so good. Thanks. You'll yeah, definitely. I am not a fan right. of Star Wars, but I am a fan of this film. Probably because it's, it's a just little more bit more artistic. artistic. I'm a sci-fi person in general, like very much so. Um, yeah, I love Star Trek. <laughs> I like all of those kinds <laughs> of things. Um, but yeah, go see Dune. And if you like these movie reviews, these movie-specific episodes, um, we will have actually another one um, fairly soon because <laughs> so we are going sad. to see Spencer. Yes. Oh my um, gosh. We're both big Princess Diana fans. Fanatics. Yes. Fanatics. I'm, I'm also a pretty big Kristen Stewart fan. I do oh, like Kristen yes. Stewart. And she just got engaged. Congratulations what? to her. To her girlfriend. They got engaged. Uh, oh, I did not see that. Yay. Yeah, so very sweet. But she's going to win Best Actress. I'm calling it right here, right now, before I've even seen it. She's going to win Best Actress for the Oscar. Um, so I'm very excited to see that Um, and yeah if there's any other upcoming movies that are coming out that you want us to talk about review let us know we love doing this this is like our other this is like our our true niche yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) truly yes Um, well, thank you. And Malika, thanks for bringing this episode idea and because we didn't know what yes. we were going to record this week. Yeah, we didn't know what to do. And then I didn't know she had seen it. So it worked out. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we will see you guys in the next episode. Again, thanks for listening. Um, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, which is full moon underscore podcast. And leave a comment there if there's anything you want to hear from us. Yep, and make sure if you missed our last episode with Olivia, it is, um, in, you know, one back in your queue, and it was absolutely wonderful, and uh, it's very different from this one, so you could have a little bit of variety in your listening pleasures. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye. We'd be so grateful if you would help us out by sharing this podcast on your Instagram story. Follow us on our Instagram at fullmoon underscore podcast and leave a comment. We want to know what you think and what you want to hear next. Join our community. We can't wait to chat with you.